the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. That we were just going through the hottest days of the summer, and lo and behold, you know everything was going on again. Yeah, I mean, I I went to Florida, mm-hmm. all right, and spent two weeks down there. And while I was there, you guys had your special session. <laughs> uh, I wasn't here for the big FOIA battle again. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I thought it was a. This is my personal thought, and, and nothing against the governor at all. Uh, I just th- thought that she should have waited just because they had already had this battle in the general session mm-hmm. and then turned around and did it again in the special session. Did you, did you have that feeling? Yeah, and, and that's uh, and that's obviously what ended up happening as well. I mean, there for the folks who weren't paying attention or didn't want to delve into the details of that bill, there were basically four parts in that FOIA bill. And the first part dealt with the security of the governor, which almost everybody agreed with that part. That was the part that was timely. And when you call a special session, a special session by its definition is for things that need to be addressed special? right now. Yeah. And so we, in the Arkansas legislature, we meet every other year. So we meet in January of odd-numbered years, and that's when our legislative session is. So that's when we pass all the laws. Um, we do have a session in the even-numbered years, but that is just for budget bills. It lasts about a month, um, and, you know, that's coming up next spring. Right. But uh, so – if you're going to have a special session, that means that's something that is timely that needs to be addressed before we get to our next regular session, January of 2025. So the first part uh, dealt with governor security, and almost everybody agreed with that because uh, what we found out is that FOIA protects the security layout of the governor's mansion, but not when the governor is out traveling. And so this governor has had more security threats uh, against her than probably any of our other governors combined. And, uh, and so there were some things that needed to take place there. So part one, no problem, is parts two, three, and four. Yeah, That's and I think what amongst the people, there's yes. no problem with part right. one. Yeah. Yeah, that was not that was not an issue. But part two, part three and part four, uh, that's where we got into some things that uh, only one of them had part of it, which was timely. Everything else uh, could wait until we have the chance for the the process to be uh, to play out in a regular session. And, And that'll come into play here in just a second, because that's why we have regular sessions when we can take the time to really parcel out the issues and find out the details. So we had uh, the deliberative process was uh, was a part of it. We had attorney-client privilege, which was another part, and then we had a bit dealing with attorney's fees. Those were the three other parts that, uh, that, that were in this FOIA bill. So the deliberative process, uh, for folks who don't know what that is, that's just when we're trying to, you and I are trying to formulate how to uh, put together a, a great radio show. Right. And so we're discussing back and forth, well, we could do this or we could do that or what about this? Or, you know, and so we're going we're gonna to send out some good ideas. We're going to send out some bad ideas. And eventually we'll coalesce around one idea and, and march forward with that. But during that deliberative process, that is, you know, that was the part that um, w- was going to be restricted uh, with regards to FOIA. And so there was an amendment that was made, and 
uh, where rather than the entire executive branch, it was just going to be communications between the governor and her direct um, secretary level cabinet members. Mm -hmm. Just that. Uh, That was that was much better. um, But in the end, uh, we we ended up saying, hey, that needs to be discussed in a regular session. So we'll put that off until January 2025. Part two. That was the attorney client privilege. Now, this part dealt with the fact the reason why it was brought up is that when you sue, if somebody sues or is in any kind of a court battle with the state of Arkansas, um, the the person who is on the other side of the battle legally can FOIA the records of the attorneys who they are going against and but not vice versa. And so what the state of Arkansas was asking for is that our attorneys be allowed for their notes in preparation for their case to be kept within them. It's kind of like the playbook uh, for a football team. Um, That part of it, I think, would have been fine. Most people that I talked to didn't have a problem with that part of it, but there was another part of that same clause of attorney-client privilege that made it much more broad-based. Okay. And so that's where we got into trouble there. And once again, that kind of a thing needs to take place and be discussed in a forum where you have the time. Keep in mind, uh, for the folks listening at home, a special session is typically designed to be very short. Three days. Yeah, we typically get in and out in three days. We address a small number of items that need to be addressed, and then we go home. Um, So that was part two, the attorney-client privilege. Part three dealt with attorney's fees. And initially, we were told that what was going to happen here is we had accidentally, inadvertently created a kind of a cottage industry to uh, encourage attorneys just to file a bunch of uh, uh, FOIA lawsuits. And, um, and that we had done that through a law that we had passed in 2021. And so we were going to take it back to pre-2021 uh, legislation, which on the surface sounded fine. But then we realized there was another clause there in, in, in there that actually took it beyond that. And once again, um, this is the third part, we'll realize this needs to take place in a regular session when we can parcel out these details. For the folks who have ever watched a committee take place on a bill of any consequence, and certainly this bill of FOIA is a major consequence. So no bill of of any consequence is going to survive going through a regular legislative session without amendments. That's that's this process, this deliberative process that we take place in self-government that makes everything work so well is that we have the opportunity to go through multiple filters of discussion and take the time necessary to weed out what's good and uh, weed out what's bad and keep what's good. You've heard me say this on the air many times. The two most important words in legislation is unintended consequences. Yes. And, and so you can come in with a great idea, and I think the ideas – that were presented in the bill were meritorious for discussion. Those are ideas that were, you know, it's, it's worth talking about. Should we have our attorneys hamstrung uh, that are representing us, the people, uh, by having to give away their notes when the other side doesn't get to give away theirs? Let me That's a- a good ask discussion. this, okay. When, yep. you, when you have that discussion in 25, mm-hmm. why don't you just flip it? Somebody write up uh, the necessary uh, verbiage or whatever for you guys saying that uh, the defense got to do the same thing. Everybody's got to be completely transparent. You could do that. That would be one way. Now, of course, then, you know, and, and I'll let the attorneys kind of battle that one out as far okay. as, you know, because then you get into what's written, what's said, how is it written, 
<laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and those kinds of things as well. It would seem like, uh, you know, a football coach is allowed to put together the game plan for his team that week, and he doesn't have to give that playbook to the opposing team. Right. Uh, that's, that's why we play the game. And the same thing in a court of law. The attorneys can put together their best case, and the attorneys over here can put together their best case, and then we go to court, and then we see, you know, what happens. Then the game begins. Uh, yeah. And so that's, that's, why these, th- this, that's why those three parts of that bill were, were put off, and ultimately what was passed, and this was through great effort, uh, was just to get that part that dealt with the governor's security, and that was it. Bottom line, that's more than three days of work there. Uh, well, which part? The, what happened? Yeah, well, or what, when I look what at this, happened? you guys passed the part about the governor's security. Yeah. That's no-brainer. Yeah. All right? The rest of it, there's a lot of ins and outs that you're talking about. Correct. That takes more than three days. Yes, yeah. That's what the general session is about that's exactly what it is and so that's that's why all three of those other parts were were put off and shed and a good clean bill was presented that was that was worthy of what a special session is supposed to be all about that passed and it passed very easily okay well good now yeah. you get that done now i can wait for another year and a half and yeah. and i'll be ready to see what you guys come up with and yeah what why do you think foia suddenly has come under a lot of scrutiny. Some people, some people like it. I like it. I think the best uh, government is the most yeah. transparent government. Yeah. And uh, I have no problem with everybody having to share what, what's going on. Mm-hmm. But there's other people that just hate it, and they fight against transparency. Typically, I would think if you're fighting against transparency, you may have something to hide. That's that's one thing. Uh, but others, there's a there's actually this is kind of a good discussion to have. One of the great things that took place is that um, a lot of people didn't understand what FOIA was all about. And because of this issue, now a lot of people have become educated about FOIA. And, and that's a good thing. And they found out that Arkansas has one of the best FOIA laws in the country. Yeah, we, and, that's been known. And then when you start to look around the rest of the world, you look at the other countries and f- see if they have anything that even resembles what our FOIA laws not. are. They don't. And so that's a huge thing. If they had FOIA in the Ukraine or Russia or China, or, you know, if they had FOIAs over there, I mean, you know, that would, that would make things very, very different for yeah, the well, citizens. Well, let me, let me just take a story that I, I read today. Did you know a Chinese sub, uh, their, their, their uh, filters on the air system went bad and everybody on the submarine died and they can't recover the sub? I did not. You would if it were a FOIA yeah. in China. yeah. Somebody reported it, and they were able to do enough uh, digging that they know yeah. that that is the truth now. Yeah. That, that's the case. Yeah. But China says it didn't happen. Yeah. So they don't have to, you know, they don't have to present the yeah. papers about what happened or the communications that were going on with that sub. So nobody uh, can get any verification from the government. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's one of the things that, has, that came out very positively from the special session is a lot of people became aware of what FOIA is all about. And it's, and it's good to have these discussions. So one of the arguments is, is, so why does it need to be touched at all? 
And some people say, don't touch FOIA, don't touch FOIA. Well, it was a law that was written in 67. Right. Uh, and, and back then, you didn't have text messages. You didn't have, uh, you know, a lot of the methods of communication that we have now, emails and things like that. Sure. We're back with you. And uh, State Representative Carlton Wing is with Can I talk about that, what we just talked about? Yeah, you bet. All yeah. right. If you don't know, Carlton Wing's full-time job is he does a, a TV show about fishing. Mm-hmm. Well, about outdoor Outdoors. life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Outdoor life. And it's a regional network. So, what, you're in Arkansas? What other states? We're in the Little Rock television market, Memphis, Fayetteville, Jonesboro. So that gives us Arkansas, Tennessee, a chunk of Mississippi, a little bit of Alabama. Uh, but then the World Fishing Network is going to pick up Arkansas's Great Outdoors starting next year. National. National, yeah. So and you're, so, you're going to be traveling to different states yes. then. And we do that already. Now, I've got, an, I've got a show that's been on World Fishing Network for a few years now called Live Bait. And that's where we highlight the bait fish farmers throughout Arkansas. A lot of people don't know that 95% of all of the farm-raised bait fish in the country comes out of three counties in Arkansas. Really? Yeah, all those ponds, when you're flying out and you look down, you see what looks like a whole bunch of little bitty, very organized lakes. Yeah. <laughs> all throughout Lone Oak and Prairie County and then up into Green the County as well. Minnows. Yeah, the raising minnows. And, uh, and wow. that goes all over the country. And 95% of it, we are number one in bait fish production in, in, the, in the country and really in the world as well. And uh, so you got the California raisins, the Florida oranges, and Arkansas bait fish. That's incredible. And so we've got a show called Live Bait on the World Fishing Network where we highlight those. And we, we kind of call it the fundamentals of fishing, the, the simplicity of a hook and a minnow. We have kids going out fishing. You just have, a lot of us got started by doing that. And so that's what, that was the segment we were shooting yesterday as that's well when we found that cool. snake on the trot line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carlton has invited me sometime probably this month now that it's, cool, it's starting to cool off. Yes. They go fishing with him. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have a good time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That that should be a lot. Some of my best memories thus far in Arkansas is uh, trout fishing on the spring. Oh, yes, yeah. And not in a boat. Yeah. I mean, in the waders and getting out in the the river. My wife went one time, and she fell down in her waders, which is not good. No, that's not. They filled up with water real fast, and it was dragging her down the the stream because there's pretty good current in the spring river. Yeah, And... uh, I'm I'm running down across the stream, and the guy was with me. We both got up on the bank, and we said, "Come closer to the bank." And she worked when we were able to get her out. Yeah, I was worried she might drown. Yeah, those waders. If you don't, you got to have that belt to tighten yeah. up. But even still, that that top half is just going to be like a parachute in the air, except it's now going to fill with water, and that current's going to take you. And so you've got to kind of got to guide yourself. Um, it like was a not parasailer. It was scary. Yeah. It yeah. really, really was. It was scary. But, but other I than that, the trout. outdoors is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, well, trout fishing is – I love – see, I was talking – who was I talking to yesterday? They don't like trout. And I said, what? How do you not like trout? Too, too fishy. And oh. I said, they call it a fish. Of course it's fishy. <laughs> That's what I don't understand. Why? I don't want really fishy fish. I go with people down to, to Florida a lot uh, during um, – the two weeks I went on vacation. So and I go down there because I like eating fish. Mm-hmm. I love and fish. And it's fresh there. Yes, yes. and it's fresh. Yeah. One of my favorite cartoons was a, uh, a cartoon of a guy sitting in a restaurant in, uh, in the central part of the United States and go, why is this fish so expensive? And they said, because well, we had to fly it in. And then the next uh, panel showed a guy sitting in San Francisco. This fish is so freaking expensive. That's because it's fresh. 
<laughs> you can't yeah. win. Yeah, that's uh, fish are expensive. <laughs> yeah, they're expensive. But if you catch your own, it's not it's that expensive. Not. You can catch your own crappie right here in Arkansas and eat very well. Let me say again, and I've said this a, m- a bunch of times on the show, and then I'll move away from fishing. I catch and release. In hot grease. That's right. <laughs> Release into the grease. Yeah. That's right. That's what I do. I fish to eat the fish. Yeah. I do not fish to say, oh, he's a pretty good size. Plunk. Yeah. No, I don't do that. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, I guess I know the sport of some fish are better fighters and all of that. Yeah. Trout are pretty good fighters. Trout are good fighters, yes. And that's what you, that's what you like. Salmon yeah. are good fighters. Oh, yeah. And salmon taste amazing. I yes. love salmon yeah me too. i do i eat a lot of salmon my my wife doesn't eat it why it tastes too fishy <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I swear to you i just don't understand that argument all right let, so let's talk about uh, we talked about foia mm-hmm. and uh you know you told me i talked to you off the air about the podium gate mm-hmm. and then you said that you don't know exactly what has gone on as far as that goes do you, do you think that what you do know, that people are making a mountain out of a molehill? Yes, I think so. I mean, what happened it, right now, if, if we go based on what we're hearing and things like that, is that uh, podium was purchased. Um, and, and this is a, you know, a podium is something that they're going to take with them. So it's got to have the portability and, and it's a c- kind of a customized uh, podium. And then it was, uh, you know, when the governor found out this was paid for by uh, with public funds, uh, they made sure to get it paid for with private funds, and so that's what you want. If you if you find out that something happened in in a in a way that you didn't intend or wasn't proper, or uh, then you make that change, and the change was made, and and here we are. Yeah, so that's, I don't get that's it. what we know. And um, it's I, personally, I think you're out to get the governor. Yeah. That's if if you're making this into a big big deal, mm-hmm. I mean I understand to to be concerned that somebody screwed up, and whoever screwed up, I'm going to suggest that they make that person stand up and hold up their hand. Okay, I think they should do do they should they lose their job? I don't think so. Should they be punished? Probably so. Maybe you take the credit card away from them. But the bottom line is is that you know this there's. To go back to what we've been talking about, there's bigger fish to fry here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there really yeah. is a go- thing. We got we got Learns Act going on right now. Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, that's a huge, huge thing, thing for the state of Arkansas. I got uh, Brad Coulthard's coming on in two weeks to mm-hmm. talk about funding. Uh-huh. That's that's something that you guys will be dealing next session with. Yeah, because it's all about uh, how you're going to pay for all of this all yeah. the time. Yeah, and they, he was just saying that. There's some big changes coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a seismic shift, and this is this is all giving everything the power back to the people when it comes to our education, and that that's a wonderful thing. That's a wonderful thing for Arkansas, which has been mired in the bottom of the barrel for decades upon decades, and so now we are giving our people a chance to lift themselves up, and and in so doing, lift the entire state of Arkansas educationally. So, as you know, because you're a state rep and you see the figures. It's not in the bottom of the barrel about how much money comes out of the, the budget no. for education. No, over, over half of every dollar that comes to the state goes to education in one form or another. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah so a, it's not a money problem. What a waste. Yeah. That's a waste. If you look at the figures about how many people can read at grade level, how many math at grade level, 
we have failed miserably. Mm-hmm. I had Amanda Ware on yesterday, and and she was talking about that. We have failed miserably. Mm-hmm. It's broken. Did you see the headline uh, article in the Democrat Gazette? I think it was two Sundays ago, and it was talking about um, the flow of students from the uh, Pulaski County districts. So. Little Rock, North Little Rock, Pulaski County Special School District, and the North Pulaski-Jacksonville District. And it mentioned that I think about 500 students had left the Little Rock School District. This is in year one. And we don't have all complete numbers yet because we've just begun the school year. But they were talking about their concerns about uh, funding because every student that leaves, there's a a state-level funding that leaves with Mm -hmm. that student. And so the way the Little Rock School District was re, was responding to that was they are going to hire a consultant to uh, help them with uh, recruiting and retention. And they are going to uh, – they're looking at uh, partnerships perhaps like with the Martin Luther King Elementary School that's just near the Arkansas Children's Hospital, partnering with that to create a magnet school to try to attract, attract families uh, to come to that elementary school. And I read that article I thought, that's fabulous. That's exactly what we want to do is for these districts to be incentivized to create programs that people want to attend. Except, that was a very ex- positive. Except getting out there and hiring a consultant. Yeah. <laughs> Don't but, need consultants. But, the, but just the very fact that they acknowledge they need to recruit and retain right. is, a, is a step in the right direction for these school districts to realize who's really in charge. And it's the individuals. It's the people, the taxpayers, the families, the students. That's where our education system needs to be geared toward. Well, like I said, you've been involved in this now for several, several years. Uh, you've been involved since you're from the North Little Rock area with the North Little Rock School District. There's some real problems over in North Little Rock School District. I think there's, I think there's problems everywhere. And, and that's one of the things that the LEARNS Act will address is you know, we've, we've got some problems with teacher retention. We've, we've, uh, we have put more money into teacher salaries than we ever have yeah. to be able to, to retain the best teachers and incentivize them to come here, stay here, educate here. Um, but then uh, we've also now given with the power of the people the individuals, which is the, the lowest level of government, <laughs> is the individual in their homes. Now they have the options to choose the, be- the education system that's best for them. And that's a good thing. Yes, that's a very good thing. And that's, that's what, those are the decisions that you and I make every day with where we shop, what we do with our time, all of that. We're, we're putting that into the educational system, which will reap benefits because just like what Little Rock is doing, they are responding. And when the districts respond, now they're doing the things that will help bring people to them. They're addressing the needs that they have. Yeah, there's going to be money available to parents, like if their kid needs tutoring. Yeah. Special yep. special help. They're going to be able to get it because yes. it used to be it had to come out of your pocket. Yep. And now there's going to be money that you can draw from. And the districts are getting reading coaches. I mean, we're, we're, getting, we're getting that system in place to be able to help even the parents who might not know where to get tutors and things like that. Those districts are now going to be more empowered with more ammo to be able to help these kids uh, to, to be able to read better, add better, all of those things. Give you a, kind of a, a way that this will work. I had a lot of work done on my right foot. I'm type 2 diabetic. We had some problems. And uh, now my doctor wants me to see a podiatrist all the time to keep an eye on my feet. Well, she gave me a list of all the podiatrists up in Cabot. Mm -hmm. And then she kind of talked to me a little bit about who she thought was really good and who she thought was, "Eh, okay, they're all right. 
and uh, it's going to be that's a, that's going to be the way it's going to be in education too. Mm-hmm. Five minutes left here in this hour. It, zip, yeah. it's gone past. And uh, our guest, of course, is uh, uh, State Representative Carlton Wing from over in North Little Rock District. Seventy. Seventy. Okay. North Little Rock and Sherwood. All right. Make sure that you, you you understand those. Make sure his mic's on. It was on. Oh, there we go. There we We're go. Back. We got him now. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's talk a, a little bit about national politics. They just they just vacated the uh, speaker seat, mm-hmm. and they got rid of McCarthy. Now, there's two individuals that have announced that they're going to run for speaker. Uh, Scalise is going to run, whom I love. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really like yeah. Scalise. And Jordan. Yeah. And I like Jordan. And both of them have been on my show. And both of them are really good conservatives. But I got this question. Who do you vote for? Both of them voted for McCarthy to stay as speaker. Yeah. What are the people who thought that McCarthy had to go? These two guys thought he didn't have to go. Yeah. And you got eight guys. You have eight Republicans, guys and gals. Who joined up with all the, with the Democrats. Democrats. Yeah. And so you got to think, if you're one of those eight, who's being played? Is it the eight Republicans or the 200 Democrats? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that just, the, the, the optics of that should cause some concern. Now, I get that a lot of folks are angry. Um, and, and so this was kind of an emotional outburst. And a lot of things have been attributed to this vote that are external of this vote and the workings of the House. I also want to be careful to stay in my lane here because I'm not a U.S. congressman or right. Arkansas legislator here. Well, they all voted yeah. for yeah, all McCarthy. Of our, yeah. our, our people did. Yeah, well, everybody except for eight yeah. joined the entire Democrat caucus. Even some of the most right-wing yes. people, all right? And I and – I, like Green and some of the others. Massey, yeah. Yeah, yep. they voted for McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. So, so what does that say about you? Uh, yeah. Not you. I, <laughs> yeah. mean, I mean, about yeah. them that, that voted against McCarthy. Yeah, so I, I'm not sure what's what's happening here. When I read the comments uh, about this, a lot of people are angry. And we have to be very careful about legislating with our emotions. Talk about that. Yeah, emotional outbursts. This is not how this country has survived to this point since 1776. Is we take the emotions and then we run them through the process to be able to filter those emotions so that we make good policy. Think about how many times have you heard the phrase, don't send that email if you're mad. Right. You know, because when you're mad, you, you, you eliminate those filters that, that will be effective. And our goal is to be effective. That's we need right. an effective government. And when we, the, the government was purposefully set up so that we wouldn't get all fired up about something, run into a congressional session, pass a whole bunch of laws, and then find out, well, they were, were ill-intended. Remember in the last segment we talked about unintended that's right. consequences. And those, that's a very important thing. So we have to keep our emotions in check. Now, we don't, it's not like we ignore those. But we have our emotions that are consulting with our logic base because we need to find out what is actually good policy and not just run fired up and, and, and scamper over and, and create a whole bunch of policy that is going to be harmful to the overall cause. I'm not saying that that happened, but it sure does look like that's what happened when you've got eight Republicans siding with 200 Democrats. And for the first time in history, we have vacated or a vote of no confidence in the speaker. And now who's going who's gonna to really want that? Because the same thing could happen to them. Uh, All yeah, it takes is just one, a, about four or five disgruntled yeah. people, and then boom, we're going to do this again. It only takes one. 
yeah. the challenge. You just yeah, one the challenge, and then you just got to convince four or five on the vote. And and then and what are we doing every time? We're, we're, the headlines are all about this right now. You know what the headlines aren't on? We've got Bob Menendez, who uh, uh, with, <laughs> with with gold bar. Yeah, you know we've got all kinds of things that we need to be talking about. The border about. is out of control. Yeah. Hey, by the way, did you hear Biden wants to build a wall? Yeah. Did you hear that? <laughs> He's flipped. He, he said they get, we got to build the wall down there. I did not hear that. Yeah. <laughs> The, the focus needs to be on this administration, this presidential administration's policies. That's what it needs to be on. And every time we create a sideshow with what's going on on the Republican side, we are losing our ability to take what needs to happen in 2024. The White House needs to, be, needs to have a Republican in it. The Senate needs to be led by Republicans, and so does the House. And, and every time we take those headlines away... We, we create a pathway to where we might be getting more of the same from what we've gotten the last four years. Well, the left, they govern by emotion all the time. Yes, and, and we need to counter that with logic and with facts. I agree. I mean, I'm not saying that there's not some emotional things. I mean, when you talk about human trafficking, oh, yeah. there's, there's human emotions involved there. But you've got to set them to the side, and you've got to look at the facts, and you've got to make sure you don't make a stupid mistake. Let your emotions counsel your logic. Come and talk to us today. Hey, good to be with you, Dave. Glad you're back. And, but I think you have a great backup squad. You had Nick Horton and Arthur uh, Milligan. You oh, a, you Milligan did a good job. He really did. All those guys, Horton, all, uh, Brian Norris, you, you, you had a good backup. Yeah, well, I, I – Look, I don't know what I know about what's going on in the state if I don't know the right people. And I, you know, I've been doing this now for 23 years in Arkansas. So I, I've gotten to know those people. I mean, I'll tell you, when, when I, when I want to know what's going on behind the scenes, you know who I, I call? Doyle Webb. That's it. He knows. <laughs> he, knows he knows a lot. He's been here for a long, Absolutely long time, right. and he'll give me... His bird's eye view of what he thinks going on, and sure. uh, and go from there. Right. All right. So you've been in for about a month and a half now as the chairman of the Arkansas uh, Republican Party. Are you glad you got the position? Wow, yeah, I am. I got big plans, big visions, high expectations of not just myself but uh, everyone. But we got to work through all the minutia. So so much uh, going on in this trying to get the focus and again we talk about it uh i ran and talked about how do we again begin to unify the party and it's not just here in arkansas again it's across the country it's oh my god just, i mean what look, at what, look what's going on in washington absolutely right now absolutely right absolutely right and we'll miss our mark i think uh representative wing just mentioned it the focus should be on the biden administration and right now, all the energy is put on the con- uh, Republican Congress and their caucus, and the Democrats love that. Oh, they're, they're, they're falling apart. They don't know where they're going. They don't know what they're going to do. Now, it could be something uh, I call a, a remnant out of all this, and we can come out of it shining better than we did going into it. But we got to bring that in and do it fast and start moving in unison against the Biden administration so we can keep Time is right short. Going. It is. Elections right here, uh, and we're marching. We got a presidential election going on. We had to coalesce and start figuring out what that's going to look like. Um, and so, anyway, but we can't do that if we continue to to. Again, infight is part of the process. You 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 married how many years now? I've been married thirty two, going on thirty three years. It'll be thirty two for us in November, and we have the infight. But we are also committed to this thing called marriage and life, uh, raising kids, and we walk out the house as a united front. We may have it. 
how and when you do your infight. To do it in the public in front of the, the media for them to just, and the Democrats to just run on and just continue to exacerbate it, they'll run on that. And it looks like we really have no clue in where we are and what we're trying to do. Well, they'll find the fire and they'll feed it to oh, the fuel. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So we got to work on that. So anyway, uh, the month and a half has been immediately got in. We had a uh, special executive committee meeting. Uh, we had our young uh, young Republicans had their, their convention, so I got a chance to go there and visit with them. And I feel real optimistic about watching these young people. And, again, sometimes I can take a page out of their notebook. Man, they have a good meeting. You can see they disagree, but how they disagree, and they move through it, and they've gone. I'm like, this is great. They should be looking at us, the adults, and I'm thinking they're scratching their head. Do we want to stay in this? And so the young Republicans really got a great, uh, some great leadership, and they're really coalescing around what are we going to do and how are we going to do it. The college Republicans, same thing. And then our stars, I call them the stars, the teenage Republicans, the high schoolers. Well, you know, I've got the president of the Teenage Republicans on my <laughs> show. Yeah, exactly I've right. I got Anna uh, uh, Hoover on here. She, she does a great phenomenal. job. Absolutely. She's fantastic. Yeah. So, And again, so you've got to feel good about where we're going to head with this type of young folks being engaged. And I think part of our role across the country, RNC in each state, is to make sure that we're not only raising money, but we're pouring in to find good volunteers and or find folks to run for office to win so we can uh, exemplify and roll out and, and, and live out those principles and platforms that we say we believe. And so th- we can't do that if we're not mentoring them. I'm going to Harding University to deal with some of the, the young folks there to, again, to pour into them so they can continue to stay engaged and involved. So so what do you see? I, I guess it's the unity thing then, as I've listened to you, that you see as the biggest issue that you're dealing with right now. I, 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 well, not... Yes, and I and I think if, I mean you just talked to uh, the, the representative and and we see kind of the the uh, the thing with the lectern and and so you're going to have those type of things you're going to have is coming back together and making sure he talked about the Learns Act and and some of the the uh, reports that are coming out now and some of the results. Joseph, and the participation. I am so excited I'm, about the Learns Act. I be. can't <laughs> say everything. That I believe with my mother was an educator. My grandmother. I taught for a while. So coming to Arkansas and thinking and looking for 137 years, this is what we have for education. We finally, as as Republicans, we wanted school choice. We wanted our teachers to have better pay. We want our kids to have the money follow the kids. All this stuff we wanted, and we got it finally. And yet we're still doing this infight, and we have a governor and the secretary, uh, Oliva, running out doing town halls. And it should have been all the Republicans out there, CRs, YRs, and state reps and state senators. And you had some of them. Right. But all of us in uniform, unison, unison saying this is what we want and this is how it's going to improve our your kids, your family. This is what we need to be working on. And yet we were inside. We dodged the bullet. I think we mentioned this. Uh, the Democrats went out trying to uh, – uh, get signatures on yeah, the petition. On, the petition. If that had happened, Soros and all the money would have came in and would have unraveled all this work that the legislators and the governor just got. The thing that we've been saying we wanted for years that you guys, again, we've been talking about this for 20 plus. Uh, yeah. I remember Representative Westerman. You, all you guys were in the hunt. I was in this, and we finally get in. Yeah, we're going to spend more time over here talking about shades. It's silly. It's, it's, it's a miss. And I'll tell you the next one. I think you got. Um, Rose Mims coming in, yep. and this is an issue right now. they got some petitions coming that they want to put in the Constitution the right of choice for women, reproductive. 
And that's going to be on us if we don't get our act together and come together. The very most red, the most pro-life, three years on a row, coming up on four years in a row, and we can't have that unravel. I think uh, Senator Raper was on the other day and talking about that very thing. When we had the president kind of come out and say, I don't know if I think it's a terrible thing. No. We, got, we got to get this right. The president got bad advice. Jason Raper said he, he's giving grace to President Trump, but he, there's some people evidently that are in his, uh, in those people Council that are talking in his ears all the time that he needs to get rid of. That's, I, 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 you're right, because, again, we work to, that's part of our, our core principles, faith in God. Second one is sanctity of life. And, again, I think many of us didn't ever think that Roe v. Wade would be pushed back and overturned. I didn't. I didn't. I, and I've been in this camp and doing this. I go out and speak in their pregnancy centers around the country now. Uh, and it got overturned. And so here we go. we got to make sure that when this the Democrats, then they're going to probably push something. Are we ready? Are we ready to come together and make sure that we, Arkansas stays a pro-life state? I, I agree wholeheartedly with you. And it, it's amazing to me I, that we've got to go back all the way to the, the Roe v. Wade when it was first passed. To go back to have those same arguments all oh, over again. Well, it's not a life. It's oh. just a clump of cells. Oh, please. Science has come so far. You've That's seen right. pictures in the womb. What more do you need? That's that is right. a person in there. That is that's so right. That's so true. And, again, if they're not looking into a board, they're telling everybody in the first month, guess what, I'm pregnant. I'm about to have a kid. His name is going to be. So at that point, it's a kid. But if they're, then it's just a lump of cells. Nothing until I, the baby's in my arm, and even then, you have some folks like President Obama who wanted the, the second born, the second uh, born alive back. If mm-hmm. she wanted abortion, they can still let it sit and down them. That's this is insane. Well, it's going. It's yeah. One of my favorite writers uh, used to say that once you've moved the line of life, you can move it anywhere. That's correct. And, and and that means, okay, so what's quality of life for a, an elderly person who has dementia? Do we just go ahead and, and uh, like a rabbit dog or something, put them down? Well, it gets easier when you That's can right. uh, kill a child just because they haven't been born yet. I mean, when they're born, are, are they a, you know, are they a head of lettuce? That's, no, it's a human. That's right. You remember when uh, John McCain was running for president and his— uh, vice president candidate was Sarah Palin. And she's like, watch what they're doing in this uh, health care, this uh, Obamacare, this whole uh, life expectancy oh, yeah. and shifting, moving, all that. Ah, again, I'm, it's, this, that's the death party. I, I can't get my arms around I'm that. with you about that. That's the death party. I say they're pro-death. I don't I, say I, they're, you know, exactly right. they're pro-choice. They're pro-death. Well, when you say in our Constitution it's life, liberty, and pursuit, I wonder why they put life first, because nothing else matters after that, life. That's right. If, if you don't get here, bored. That's exactly right. Absolutely, absolutely right. You're right. Absolutely right. This is why I like you, Joseph. <laughs> you know, we can sit here and have this oh, discussion, yeah. because I'm going to tell you what. We sing from the same choir book, uh, the old way you used to be able to put it. We that's do. Right. We sing, right. uh, and what we're what we may not agree on, we can figure out how to get to that. That eighty twenty. That's, that's, that's exactly right. Reagan. That's the eighty twenty. You're exactly right. I'm a big Reagan supporter, I, but I know the greatest president since Washington. Well, you know, it's interesting. Last, was last week was the the, uh, the presidential debate. I think yeah. it was last week, and I was kind of smiling, laughing at Vivek uh, about Robinson. Because he wanted to evoke the 
the whole Reagan 11th commandment and, you know, 80, 20. I'm like, boy, but you should have started that way. You didn't start that way. You were evis- eviscerating everybody on that stage. Four weeks ago. <laughs> Four weeks prior. You said that they were all on the <laughs> tape. Martin Tate, absolutely right. And so, anyway, that's um, an interesting piece was unfolding in that whole regard. I just don't see how any of them can outtake Trump. I think President Trump likely will be the nominee. I, I just don't see how you uh, how you get around that. I, that's... I don't know how you get around it. And, again, I like uh, I, I like all those guys. I think all of them would be better than having Biden part two. Oh, my God, all, yes. All, all of them. But, again, how will they come together and do that? Um, you got another debate coming up in Miami, and uh, I, I don't know if they're going to raise the bar to make sure that you shrink it. That last one was just uh, – it was hard to There's still too many people. Way too many. What, uh, or the format just needs to be restructured. To have them screaming and hollering at each other, it, 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 it's, it's, it's like watching kids play. What is this? Yeah, we, I want Lincoln-Douglas debates, there okay? Money, That's what I want. Home. There you go. Where they, get, they get up there. See, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what this Newsom-DeSantis oh, debate is going to be like. Everybody says, why is he going to do that? Well, very simple. He's got to do something to break Except out. Right. That's correct. That's, That's correct. what he's got to do. So. I can't think of a better way to get the Republican message out than to put it up against somebody who's so freaking stupid democratically that he that he, that he won't do he's going to do well. I believe that the Sanders will. Yes. Oh, no doubt. The the challenge is not the substance of what he brings. Republicans will get that, and I think the country will see that. It will be, oh my gosh, Newsom is magnetic. He he's. He's good looking. He's and and people will gravitate toward that because that's what they've done. I mean, uh, he has some of that that uh, kind of uh, Clint esque, if you will. Mm. He walks in and people just now. Guess what? We can look at the facts and see that people are leaving his state in groves. Yeah, they they're, sure they're, are. They're, so really, this is where you want to you want him to be, and people can't. So his policies, his taxes, fuel everything he's doing there. You guys want that for the rest of the country? I tried to share that when President Obama was running. Don't look at look at Illinois, look at Chicago. Don't do that. They put them in twice. They weren't paying attention to me. So I agree. So. I agree. <laughs> you know what DeSantis should do? They should right now go out, take a picture of a gas sign at a gas station, and then take a picture of a gas sign in front of a filling station in California. <laughs> Ooh, very good. That's right. Five and six bucks in, in California, easy. Party. We'll get we'll get him back on here in the near future, and I'll. I'll make him carve out an hour for us. Can I say, can I just say, I like this guy a lot. I like, when he ran for, uh, let's see what you, lieutenant governor, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we had the debate here. And you, right. and you showed up. You were the coolest cucumber on the stage. Well, again. There was, was a cucumber <laughs> on the stage that wasn't cool at all. But you were the cute. you were just cool. I, I, oh, wow. I love to listen to you. Well, uh, that was a it was a it was a loss. I, I tell you, I, I don't like losing. I I, I like to run. No, nobody again. likes to no, lose. No, but it was good to to get into the whole uh, mix of it and share again thoughts, ideas of where we as a party need to be headed, and we as a state. Um, congratulations, obviously, and I think I think highly of uh, Lieutenant Governor Rutledge mm-hmm. uh, and all the guys who ran because again they got in the arena, and I I said that when I was running for chair to to uh, Sarah Dunklin. To be in the arena is a little different than people on the sideline because you have the people with the noise, but to actually say, I'm going to commit, it's kind of like the egg and the chicken. I mean, yeah. the chicken and the oh, yeah, egg sure. having breakfast. I'm going to commit. I'm getting in, 
And uh, there's something about getting in, whether you're Democrat or Republican, if your sleeves are rolled up and you're engaged, that's what we want. Now, uh, I'd rather you jump in and be a Republican than be engaged. Uh, but, again, if your sleeves are rolled up and you're doing the work, let's do the work. Are you, finding, are you finding that this, this, that side is, is working with you? Uh, the what the Democrats? No, 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 oh, no, no. The Republicans. Oh, yeah. the party. Oh, yeah. oh, absolutely, they are. It's, again, it's not that we're far off on what we believe. We believe in those core things. We believe in God. Democrats want to take it out of the platform. They don't even. They want to boo. You remember that? They yeah, boo. I remember we, that. We, was... we believe in life. We believe in this, the the pro, our private property. So we got core. Those core ten, are for the most part, what brings us all to the table, and we can focus on those again. For the party, for the RNC, and for each state party, it's all about are we raising money, identifying good people to run for office to win, and once they win, to actually do those ten principles, to live those things out in our, our policies and our, our laws. It's those other things that, okay, you, we, we're losing sight of what's most important. What is 99% of folks in Arkansas talking about? They're talking about taxes. What does the governor really want to do? She wants to get rid of the taxes, mm-hmm. right? So they got more money in their pockets so they can, they can feed their kids and do whatever they want. Um, education. That's core to principle for us. Let's focus on the things that brings us all together. We get caught, like, again, in D.C., on the on the periphery, you miss. Now, again, when you did that, they changed it in Congress. We may get a Jim Jordan, which would be a good thing. Why? Speaker, uh, Speaker McCarthy liked him. Uh, mm-hmm. Ex-Speaker McCarthy likes him. And if he can support that one and the other side supports him, then that kind of coalesces and brings them together, and we can get some stuff done. I know the Democrats don't like him. I know media don't like him. That's okay. Democrats <laughs> hate him. Oh, my gosh. And they that, hate him. They hate Scalise, too. Oh, they do. They're exactly right. Uh, and, and So, anyway, we, we have some options and choices, but whatever it is, it's got to coalesce and bring them back together. What are we trying to do? We're trying to make sure our, we got to do something about the, the, uh, the threat of the amount of taxes that we have. And to me, the national security is the border piece because it will continue to exacerbate our dollars. Did you hear we'll, what the president said? Uh, Biden? Yeah. Just recently? No. Yeah. yeah. we got to build the wall. Oh, gosh. That's oh, what yeah. he said. we well, got to build the wall. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, last night that came, came out. and uh, Some of these cities are even saying Chicago, our our hometown. Yeah. The, Mayor, these are people who can't even vote for you, and yet you're putting tents in our neighborhoods and all this. Some of, the, some of them are starting to wake up to this. Well, when, it's, when it gets into your own backyard, that's when it makes a difference. Absolutely. And it's your money. See, they've been spending our money. <laughs> now you got to tap into somebody else's. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.